0: Lockdown.
1: Our daily podcast to keep you sane during the chaos. 21 days, 21 professionals. Plus 14. 35 days,
0: 35 professionals.
1: To keep you sane during the lockdown extended edition. Hello and welcome back to
0: day 23 of our podcast or day 2 of the extension My name is Kirsten Farquharson and with me the incredible Danielle Dutoy.
1: Today we have an absolutely amazing guest. Her name is Maria Magdalena. It is such a treat having her on the show with us. She is a graphic design illustrator and the most incredible artist. She has exhibited in places like Berlin, New York, and locally. She is an emerging creative and her work is absolutely exquisite. Magdalena, it is such a pleasure having you on the show with us
2: today. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to join you guys.
0: Magdalena, your name is so unique. Can you please
2: explain to us where this beautiful family name came from? My name definitely causes some confusion sometimes. My name, Maria Magdalena, comes from my beautiful grandmother, who's um, actually still alive and living in Durbanville. Um, so in our family, we it's an Afrikaans naming tradition where the second girl gets named after the paternal grandmother. So um, I actually share the name with two of my beautiful cousins. So every girl gets... Um, the full family name. So that'll be on our passport. And then we get called something different. So I'm called Martelina and my cousins Marie and my other cousins Maria. So we share quite a beautiful bond with our grandmother and with each other. So it is confusing <laughs> sometimes to explain it. Um, but yeah, I mean, the, the name just really resonates with me. Um, it's just such a beautiful family connection. So I, I couldn't have it any other way, but have have it be my brand name.
1: that's really beautiful and so special that you have that sort of heritage in your brand name as well
2: yeah it's it's been really special
1: how did you become a freelance graphic
2: design illustrator my journey um, I think it always was going to lead to where I am now Um, I I always loved drawing as a kid um, I used to draw my own Clothes that I wanted to make. Um, I hated sewing, though, so I had to choose a different path, um, which led me to graphic design. Just in terms of, I wanted to play it safe, combine my art skills and my computer skills, and have something that I can have a job in. Um, but then I actually, yeah, I completely fell in love with graphic design. I'm so obsessed with it, um, and studied it for four years and worked as a packaging designer in Cape Town and the freelance journey actually was a bit of an accident i think i I just get so passionate about doing odd jobs for people and that just turned into clients and that just turned into um just doing illustrations as gifts for friends, especially when I was really broke. Um, as a young artist in Cape Town, <laughs> I used to draw pictures for my friends and I didn't have money to buy them a gift. But I, my love one of my love languages, it's gifts. So I would draw a picture and get them some wildflowers. And my mom, as all moms do, thought that they, these pictures were um, really gorgeous and Obviously superior to all other daughters that ever lived, <laughs> so she got actually convinced me to sell my first range to a shop. I thought that she was, I thought she was just being a mom, and did not believe in it at all. And yeah, I am. Um, a couple of years later, it just took over my job, and I've been a full-time freelance graphic design illustrator for oh, geez, I don't even know. I think it's four or five years <laughs> so it was a bit of like a roundabout way but now when I look back at it is just it all makes sense of how I got here.
0: When I look at some of your work Magdalena you are talented through a multitude of mediums and that's definitely clear in in your history but why is it that you chose handcrafted ink drawings as your medium?
2: My, my ink drawings came from I actually, um, in, when I was in high school, I wanted to do art as a subject, but you had to be accepted into the art class in um, standard eight. I'm giving away my age by saying standard. Um, so I was actually rejected for the art class because they said my drawings weren't strong enough, my painting was, um, and I actually had to find my way into the art class. I had to prove myself and I, I ended up with an A aggregate in matric, so I, mean, I, I, I could do it, my drawing just was never very strong and then same thing happened at university and in my general art My drawing, if I passed with, if I got 52% it was really bragging um, and then it all changed in the third year I had a bit of like a, a artistic, dramatic um, reveal during one of my crits they made us. They asked, the brief was to do a pencil sketch. And then I did the pencil sketch. And then underneath it, I had like an ink drawing. Because I just really liked ink drawings. Um, it just resonated with me so much more. And I just felt like I was a stronger artist in that medium. So I removed the pencil drawing dramatically. And the ink drawing was underneath it. That was the first time I got an A for any form of a drawing. Um, I don't know if my teacher just liked the drama or... Or um, I think the drawing was actually pretty good. And that was quite a simple line drawing of a woman's face. And I don't know, since then, I've just always loved ink drawings. I, I'm not a big fan of pencil. I mean, the, the people that I always did art with that could draw beautiful, realistic um, images in pencil, which is so good that I, I could never compare myself to them. But in ink, I always felt like I had some different, unique way of expressing myself that uh, that obviously resonates with quite a few other people as well. Otherwise, I wouldn't be here. So it was a bit of a dramatic way, but it's just I think it's just ink has just always been me. I'm actually I'm I'm I am w- actually i am w- i w- i have not done it in a while, but I used to be really good at oil paintings. Um, the drawing was never the the main component, but it just somehow ended up. Being my medium of choice,
1: Maxalina. When you speak, it's really evident that you really, really love your work. How yeah. how does your creative how how does your creativity serve your mental well being?
2: So I've been giving the creative well being a lot of thought, especially over the lockdown. And I believe for for me personally, my creativity. Especially when I was around twenty five, um, it led to a lot of connection for me personally, and I'm sure it does for other people. I mean, if you if you just think about you have people who write stories and th- those stories are generally shared with someone else. So there's there's always like a human connection. And I think that's something I always crave. It was human connection. and um, that really serves my well-being, and I'm sure the majority of other people so through my art I have been able to share my heart and my hands and my entire being with a lot more people via my online store or exhibitions or social media and that's created a lot of connections um for me like human connections of people amazing people that I never would have met otherwise Um, and it's also just, um, I don't know, the, the, the meditation of it and just playing and having a lot of fun with something where you don't have to be too strict with yourself. Just it, mentally, it, it's just very stimulating. I do find that for me, especially with a lockdown, because I'm still working full-time but in a very different situation now, the, my creativity has manifested more through cooking or taking photographs of food or styling or doing little videos. I think when it's your job to be creative, you have to create a very special space to be creative for someone else's needs and then create something for yourself. That's your playfulness and your joy, um, just to balance the two out that you don't you don't start resenting your job because um, I think that would show in your work quite immediately if you didn't feel some form of like joy while doing it.
0: You're so right on trying to find other ways of connecting with the work that you love because doing it for a living can often poison the enjoyment of it. Yeah. Um, and so I'm, I'm curious, what has been your, your routine during the lockdown that's maximized your creative work?
2: I actually had a meeting with my health coach. Um, it's a friend of mine, Kate Miller. She, we actually had a meeting scheduled via Zoom the first day of the lockdown, and it's been so valuable to me. I actually ended up not following the routine. Not well. I did follow. I tried following the routine, but I think the first two weeks were just really intense for all of us. Of it's a new normal, and you have to get used to a lot of new stress factors, and um, it was just maybe a bit confusing. And now I've really fallen into the routine quite nicely, and it's it's been so productive for me this week. Um, so my routine is just a very basic wake up the same time every morning, move my body somehow, whether that be walking or a driveway run or um, yoga or just any form of movement and then eating and then working. And it's, I'm, I'm giving myself sort of like two pockets of time to work um, and with like a big break in between to cook a full lunch, sit down and eat and relax and read a book if I need to, lie down if I need to, and then carry on and then finish off the day also with like a slight movement of like, just walk, sometimes walk around my flat with my Kindle, like a lunatic. (laughs) But just to move my body and like separate from my work day to my evening um, without always needing to reach for wine because we all know we're going to run out soon. So I think my routine has been a real blessing. I think it's something that I would probably follow, you know, after the lockdown, because it's just been, it's been so useful as a, as a creative, um, because I find often I'm a bit unstructured because of the nature of my work. I'll, you know, have creative, like a creative surge and then sort of not feel that inspired. And this has created a really nice, safe space for me to explore my clients' um, work and creativity through pockets of time with enough relaxation and enough, place, um, enough space to also have variation and um, just change it up and do a few things in between that will distract me from the work, work day. So yeah, that's pretty much been my routine just to maximize my creativity. And it's, it's worked amazingly well. The, the project that I've done over the last three weeks, I'm so proud of. And I'm quite excited to see um, what's going to happen next week because I'm really in the flow of things. And I have a big commission coming up. So it's going to be quite interesting to see my, like a full scale drawing commission next week. See how that goes.
1: Wow, it's, So amazing that grounding yourself in routine and such incredible balance has led to such an amazing output of creativity. I think one would often assume that, like you said, being unstructured would lead to that creativity. So it's really special how developing such a balanced routine and lifestyle has really served you during this lockdown.
2: Yeah, it it, it actually did surprise me quite a lot. (laughs) But I have been more productive. I think we also have a bit less... I mean, we do have a lot of distractions at home, um, but you know, we we've done three weeks of it now, so we are finding it a bit more normal. So it it is quite interesting if you take away your travel time, your free time, your um, gym time, go for you know, if you take all of that out, you have a lot of you have a lot more space to work and create and to rest. I think the resting part has been a big thing for all of us. We we have the time to rest now. So you could actually be a lot more productive in in other ways, or at least that's what I've found. And I think that
1: balance is going to be, and that importance of unrest is going to be so important for, for listeners to hear and just how important it is. And when you do listen to your body and rest, how it can, how it can serve you. And, you know, I think it's, it's been so amazing listening to your story. We can hear just how passionate you are about your work. And, you know, I think that's so evident in the work that you produce. There's an incredible amount of passion and love and, intricacy that goes into it so you know we're so grateful for you coming today on the show talking about how creativity has led and contributed towards your emotional well-being so thank you so much for being on the show with us today
2: Ah, oh, thank you so much for having me I really appreciate it
1: thank you Magdalena your genuine
0: reflection and authenticity around your creativity and especially the struggles that you've had. Thank you so much for just being so honest about the struggles you've had with the lockdown and with the routine. It's been such a pleasure knowing that there are other people out there who have had experiences like that, which I think is very comforting for a lot of people.
2: Yes. Yeah. Yes. I think that's something that's been very important to me is to, to always be open and I mean, I don't think you should necessarily smear your bad juju everywhere if you have every like feeling you have. But I think it's so important to realize that all feelings are valid, whether they're positive or negative, um, With especially with something like the lockdown. And I'm, I'm sure there's an incredible amount of people that are going through major stresses right now, um, all on various levels. And I think just being open about that sort of removes the loneliness of feeling like you know you might be experiencing something as negative and you feel like everyone else is can leave the lockdown looking like Michael Schofield um or ripped and um exercised and skinny and I don't know transformed in some way where if even if you just survive and you have done your work that's good enough and yeah I have some creative play in between and just just constantly work on what makes you happy and yeah just getting through all of this it's a stressful time for us all
0: absolutely i think survival is the number one goal Um, (laughs) and that's definitely um very helpful to hear that coming from you so thank you
1: sure and i think also just letting people know you know they're not alone and i think that's that's also going to be really really special for people and really comforting and for for people that are wanting to go have a look at Maria Magdalena's work you can I would really encourage you to go have a look at her website it's www.mariamagdalena.co.za and you can even purchase some of her prints or even commission her thank you so much for being with us today it has been such a privilege having you
2: uh, thank you so much girls i really enjoyed being a part of your podcast.
0: So that's it for us. <laughs> we will see you next time on how to mental health lockdown edition. Stay sane, everybody. We'll check in later. See you soon.